Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt, and welcome to this very, very special and very hastily assembled trailer breakdown podcast for Avengers, whatever the film is called. But now we know. We know. Now we know. We're in the end game now because it is finally, after much obfuscation and after much denial, blatant outright lies, I would say. Endgame, Avengers 4 is called Avengers Endgame. And to discuss the first teaser for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Two minutes and 25 seconds of teaser for this movie is our geek queen, Squealin' (laughs) O'Hara. Squee! (laughs) Oh, here we are again. How are you? I'm I'm, I'm well. I'm all the better for for having seen this. Um, And also the worse. (laughs) <laughs> so many emotions, so many feelings. I never thought a trailer could make me feel something. <laughs> How to cope. But this this has, this has. I think this is, um, uh, I don't know how we're going to go through this. We haven't really discussed this. We haven't really thought about what we're going to do. But I think we're going to go and try and go through the trailer as chronologically as we sure. possibly can. And then talk about our, our thoughts and our feelings. and possible, So many feelings. So many feelings and possible theories uh, about this movie. This movie, perhaps the most secretive movie in history. I would say. Yep, yep. Chris uh, Nolan is watching and taking notes. He really is. J.J. Abrams is like, tell me your ways. Yeah. Shove that in your magic box, Abrams. This is how you do it. Uh, so nobody knew the title. I don't think the Russos knew the title. Presumably they just had a random Avengers title generator and they pressed it seconds before this trailer went up. Uh, but it is indeed Avengers Endgame. Yeah, the Russos had basically denied that this was the title of the film, and but they had said that it was a line that had been said in a previous yeah. <laughs> Marvel movie which obviously led to lots of speculation about what that might be. Yeah, and and lots of speculation about this specific title. So if you were one of those people who was sticking like glue to so this one, well done, you now look like a genius. Yeah, it also means that that poster that DeRusso's posted on their Instagram and, and Twitter a few weeks ago was right. They they went look closely. Do you remember that one? There was a mm-hmm. picture of an empty studio mm-hmm. and then a bunch of wags had figured out that the various paraphernalia around the studio Kind, kind of, of formed maybe. the shapes, possibly, yeah. of Endgame. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of dancing around a title. Would it have killed them to have announced this six months ago? No. We could have we could have stood it, couldn't we? Yeah. I don't think it even gives anything away, even though, you know, it's okay. It's a, it's a word in the previous film, but mm-hmm. even if you haven't seen the previous film, this doesn't yeah. reveal anything. It's not like Thanos won, now what do we do? You know, that, that would be a title that would give something away. Absolutely. Although I have to say, as a massive R.E.M. fan, I'm a big fan of an Avengers film being named after an R.E.M. track. It is track five on Out of Time. Of, in case of you were, course. Of course, course you, you know that one. I know it so well. A lush instrumental. No lyrics in that one. Laden down with beautiful Michael Stipe and Mike Mills and Bill Berry harmonies. Oh, and perhaps, because that song is beautiful and lilting, and perhaps this film will be beautiful and lilting ultimately. I, I hope it's beautiful and lilting ultimately and not and not dire and gloomy. Before we get into it and break this thing down and go quite granular over the next four and a half hours, <laughs> what do you think of the trailer? I think, honestly, I think this is pretty much perfect as the teasers go. I, I agree. Uh, to the extent that I'm able to think about this trailer uh, logically, I, I thought it was, uh, it gave you a sense of what's in store without giving very much actually away. Um, it gives you a sense of the weight of what the last film left us with mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and yet doesn't, doesn't give away too much of what's actually going to happen at this point. It reintroduces us to the characters that are still alive. It's a pretty bold move, I would say, to kill off Tony Stark in the opening of your trailer. <laughs> uh, did they, though? You know, until he is actually dead and buried and probably a bit more so. I've lo- 
watch a lot of Supernatural and a lot of people come back from the dead in that. Um, you know, he really needs to be actual dust before I'll really believe it. <laughs> even then. Even then. Even then. I mean, yeah. So it's important. None of the dusted people are, are in this trailer and that's intriguing uh, ahead of a certain other trailer which may debut tomorrow. Yeah, that's... Spider-Man Far From Home. I don't... I mean, that's confusing, isn't it? So that'll be interesting. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't know how they can possibly do that but presumably they, there, there is a way. It's just two minutes of Aunt May crying as far as I can tell. That's pretty much it. But uh, let's go through this one. Let's go through it and then we'll, we'll talk about you know sure. various scenes and shots. We're going to play this silently so we don't <laughs> breach any copyright laws. Uh, but yeah, we, we start with... With, um, and this is a bold move, Helen, I have to say. We start with a shot of Tony's helmet. Now, I didn't expect that to happen. This is a PG-13 movie, but there it is, right away. <laughs> Kids, shield your eyes. That's Tony Stark's helmet. And he's playing with it, and he's on his own. That, that's, that's true. Just to be clear, that I've is... class disjoint up. <laughs> you really have. It is an, a, a, hel- a literal helmet and not a figurative one. This is correct. Yes. So that might help them get around the sensors yes. okay. just a little bit. Good. Um, it, it's also extremely banged up still. Um, he hasn't, his nanos, nanobites haven't been able to fix themselves entirely. So they must have been mm-hmm. really um, devastated uh, during the attack. Uh, or he's used bunches of them to help fix whatever ship he's in. I don't know. Is that some kind of patched together version of Nebula's ship? Well, Nebula's ship was uh, one of Thanos' mining ships, so I don't really know. It was one of those little sort of pod-type things mm. that, that kind of smashed into him. I mean, this looks small. It does look small. It looks contained, and it's yeah. something that's been thrown together to the point where he doesn't have a lot of food. He doesn't have a lot He's of water. He's out of food and water four days ago. Precisely, but when he took off, clearly he didn't sure. have a lot. And so this is a bit of a Hail Mary pass, as they mm. say, for, for Tony. So the last time, for people who... And listen, if you haven't seen Infinity War, what the hell are you doing listening to this podcast? But just in case you haven't, or even if you have, we're going to bring you up to speed roughly. So the last time, previously on Avengers, uh, <laughs> Tony Stark uh, and Nebula were mm-hmm. stranded together on Titan mm-hmm. after Thanos... The Not m- the moon, the planet. The planet, yes. Titan is a moon of... Jupiter? Saturn? Saturn? I think all of Jupiter's moons are, are women he had his way with. <laughs> so I think it's... Tony Saturn. Stark? Yeah. Okay. So there's there's Pepper. There's Io, Europa, <laughs> Pepper, you know. Whatever Leslie Bibbs' character's called. <laughs> anyway, all right. So Tony and Nebula were on uh, Titan. Uh, Thanos had clicked his fingers and made half the universe disappear, uh, including everybody bar them on Titan. Yeah. Uh, and so... They're stranded, and Tony clearly wants to get back to Earth to try and mm. maybe try and rectify what's happened. So, being the brilliant genius scientist that he is, Helen's staring at this now. We've we've basically well, freeze framed this, and Helen is staring at I'm it. I'm trying intently. to figure out if it's like if it is actually the Milano. I mean, you've got the two seats in front of each other. It does look, see. This is my thing. It looks like the Milano to me. This looks like the Milano. But then it didn't from the picture we see outside, unless they're doing something tricksy, and that's a different ship. Yeah, possibly, but you know, but. Uh, Maybe Nebula has taken another ship because we're pretty sure that maybe Tony, they are together. You know, Tony and Nebula. Well, that maybe, maybe, or maybe she goes off at some point in the movie. But anyway, but whatever happens at this point in the movie, yeah, and certainly this point in the trailer, it, things aren't looking good for Tony Stark. They weren't looking That's good from fair. the last time we left. That's him. fair. Yeah, they're looking even less good now. Uh, he's run out of food. He's run out of water. Uh, his nanobots have deserted him. He's got no Friday to play with, and he's about to run out of oxygen. And uh, 
I, you know, honestly, you know, we talked at length about the. I think it's a Milano. Turn it sideways. It might. I think be. it's a yeah. Milano. All right. Okay. Helen has just shown me a bunch of pictures of Milano. Just, just a double <laughs> check. I think it's a Milano, but we'll we'll get to that in a second. Uh, you know, I'm fascinated by the evolution of this character. And the last time we left him, Tony, uh, you know, he says two lines in the last half hour of Infinity War, and he's a a broken guy by the end of it. You know, this young kid, Peter Parker, you know, oh. whom he has placed so much faith and trust and love in. Uh, dies in his arms, dusts in his arms. Even even now, you're beginning. I can see you. I can see you. Going, oh God! Oh God! Um, and you know now he's he's stranded and he's he's making his death message to to Pepper. Mm. Bold move. Yeah, Miss Potts, which is cute. Yeah, a, as as pet names go, I like that one. Yeah, this is. It, I mean, it's not looking good. I'll be honest. Hey, is there anyone else who might be headed to Earth from outer space who could pick them up? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly, yeah, yeah. There he is. There's Tony. He doesn't look too happy. That's that's Milano, I think. I, I mean, it looks slightly different, but maybe they've done something tricksy with the design. I guess from a different angle. It looks more bird shaped. You know what I mean? But maybe that's the damage it's taken. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so it's fine. Beautiful, beautiful nebula, nebula shot. And don't Not forget of the character of a nebula. Yes, uh, that's a lovely nebula. Nebula. Uh, don't forget, as Joe Robinson uh, of Vanity Fair pointed out on Twitter today. We maybe shouldn't trust anything we read or see in this trailer because true, yes. And there were many, many lies in the last trailer. There were shots that have been manipulated. There were downright fibs. There the were, Hulk. I mean, don't forget yeah. the last, the first teaser for Infinity War had that money shot of the the heroes running towards the camera. Hulk was in that shot, and as we now know, Hulk wasn't in that film. <laughs> yeah. Exited yeah. stage left, pursued by Thanos. <laughs> and, oh, uh, good Shakespeare reference. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> the only one I have <laughs> I will trot it out repeatedly uh, so we think this may be the Milano okay so let's move on how are you enjoying this at home two people watching the trailer silently in a studio oh, that it's... they've snuck into late at night here we go to Tony Tony's talking to I see, honestly this hammer is so battered, battered that when I first saw this trailer I thought it was Ultron yeah I did too I, I actually thought, did oh, hang too on. why is he with Ultron what yeah uh, yeah. from the outside that totally looks like the Milano I think I think it definitely is yeah. um, it's a very emotional speech it here. is Milano you get the impression sorry I yeah, just realised because in this shot here you can see not only the two seats there that's where mm. Gamora would have sat and that's where Peter Quill would have sat but that's where Drax would have yeah. sat and uh, and Rocket see, and, and Rocket who's still alive who's still alive um, but uh this is a really emotional speech that he's sort of giving to his own face. and um, <laughs> Very Tony Stark. <laughs> very, very Tony Stark. But also the, the whole thing about, you know, it's not as, you know, it's not as bad as it could be being marooned in space with no hope of rescue is kind of what you think he probably is feeling like. He'd rather do that than go home and face the music, actually. You think? And he'd rather, go, he'd rather do that than know if that Pepper's dead too, for example. Like, th- there's an element of... Whatever I go home to face is going to be worse because I failed. And I feel like this is something that he and Steve have in common a little bit. But he, he seems I'm to be heading s- towards Earth here. Yeah, yeah so. he's heading to Earth. He's trying to get back but because okay. he's not a coward. Yeah, of but at the same time, he's got to be a little bit scared of what he's going to find there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like yeah. he's a little bit not... He's not not okay with dying. Yes. Okay, I got you. I got yeah. you. You started speculating there about who might 
rescue him from this plight. And we don't know what Nebula is up to at this point. We don't know sure. whether she's on the ship with him. There are, there's a couple of shots coming up later on where she is on the Nebula. Uh, she is on the Milano. Yeah, it looks like. I have one theory about where she might be, but you know, I might be completely and utterly right. wrong. Let's get to uh, that. But let's get to that. But you think someone might rescue them, and who might it be? I mean, who would be headed to Earth, having been paged by Nick Fury just before <laughs> he dusted? I'm just asking, who could that be? No, that is not to say that it's definitely Captain Marvel that uh-huh. saves them, because yeah. there are other people in the universe. Yes. About as half as many as there used to be, but there are other people <laughs> in the universe. But that would certainly seem like a possible kind of a thing. It would. Uh, and, 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 and which characters are left who have the ability to travel through space? There is Captain Marvel, and there's Thor. Yeah. And Thor has his, his big axe, steady, and... That, as we know, he has the power of the Bifrost. But he'd have to know where Tony is. Yeah, and can can you Bifrost to a middle of nowhere? I don't know that you can do that. Tony's still talking to his helmet. Now he's turning it off. Oh, so sad. Yeah. So sad. So presumably, what, but what's his plan here? He's just going to flow through space forever and then hope that one day someone finds it and then goes, plays this message. And I mean, it worked for Scorny Weaver and Alien. <laughs> uh, so one of the reasons that this trailer is so long is because the first bit with Tony is a minute long. Yeah. And that's all Robert Downey Jr. shot for that film. Wow. That was him. Then he just died. <laughs> he just died. He just died and stayed in space. So then we have the Marvel Studios logo. Blowing away like dust in the oh wind. Oh my God, does this mean Marvel no longer exists? What will we do, Helen? We We'd have to talk about films that are made by people. <laughs> Please, don't be ridiculous. Okay, so this shot we have Thanos' armor and it is on uh, a pole. He's hung it up. It's He's a, hung up his gun and badge. It's a scarecrow, yes. Ah. Um, so yeah, this I mean, this seems a little premature to sort of turn your swords into plowshares as it well, <laughs> were, um, just on the basis that the half of the universe that's left might be holding a grudge some of them maybe just a couple maybe obviously most of them are grateful yeah. I'm sure for his bullshit plan mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> but you know it, 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 he's taking a risk in my mind um, but yeah a little bit but this is uh, this is intriguing because clearly well clearly he doesn't feel that even if people come after him he's confident enough that he can just do the, the snap thing again but and the, off they but go but the glove and... was all you know Kablooied. That was mangled, but in the next shot we see that it, you know it's all good. The, the, the gauntlet, the gems should still work, right? Otherwise, he's just a, mm. a purple bloke with a bald head. I guess. I guess maybe he's at least convinced people will fear mm. that possibility. Absolutely. So, uh, but this is a direct nod to the comic books, the Infinity Gauntlet comic book. I ah, yes. You can see that uh, Thanos has a, a scarecrow because he's again hung up his gun and badge in that as well. Mm. I think we glimpsed this at the end of the last film in the corner of the shot. Not, oh. I do, I'll be honest, I didn't remember seeing that, but I've been reading some articles today. Yes, I haven't seen it myself. It out, so, uh, I guess I'll just have to go and see Infinity War again. Oh no. I know, it's a shame. So there we go. There's Thanos. Uh, and there he is. And yes, you're right, Helen. Here we have a shot of him walking through the cornfield like Maximus at the end of Gladiator. Yeah, it's very Gladiator, isn't it? Um, I, th- thistles or something. Alien thistle plant things, which are presumably... <laughs> Cash crop for aliens this or a Scotland. subsistence one? I don't know. He's just in Scotland. This He's is just in Scotland. Lanarkshire. Beautiful yeah. countryside. Well, it is a lovely part of the world. If you'd, if you'd killed the half the universe, you'd probably want to move there too. Go to Scotland. Have yourself a lovely time on the links. So you can see his hand there. Are, are his fingers moving? I mean, the, the glove is still kind of melted onto his skin, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to wonder, though, with the power of the Infinity Stones, if the glove still 100% works. Okay. Yeah, yeah, his hands still seem to be moving. But mm. this is the only time we see Thanos in this trailer. Yeah, I'm okay with which that. Which is interesting, Fuck given him. that... <laughs> screw that guy! Given that he was the, the main... He was effectively the main character in the last movie. I think if we totted it up screen time and, and lines, he probably would come out 
on top, I'm guessing. Uh, and this movie, and this trailer seems to be recalibrating this slightly. And this is about the original Avengers and uh, Rocket and Nebula formulating the plan with their good friends, Ant-Man and another chap we'll see later on. And someone else who's not in the trailer, Captain Ooh. Marvel. Ooh. And seeing how that turns out. And I'm guessing now that maybe the next trailer for this movie will come after Captain Marvel. Yeah, you know, we might have to wait that long. We might have to wait that long. How are we supposed to wait that long? All right, so now we have a shot of the Avengers facility in upstate New York. Yeah, which keeps kind of mushrooming, right? Yeah. Or has clearly mushroomed at some point. Ellen. Oh, this is really upsetting. This is the saddest moment in the trailer. This is not okay. Yeah, it's it's upsetting for two reasons. Um, Number one. Steve's crying. Steve's, sure. Okay, let's go with that. Tony's dying. (laughs) Steve's crying. (laughs) Number one, okay, then is is Steve crying. I mean, if if there was anything that Thanos cannot be forgiven for, it is <laughs> surely the fact that he made Steve Rogers cry. Steve Rogers lost both his parents, mm-hmm. um, his best bud, yep. his best girl. Oh no! His entire era. Oh! Uh, numerous people since, including, for example, Nick Fury, when they faked his own death, all that kind of stuff. And he was fine. He dealt with it. He's stoic. They have made Steve cry. You this is Steve not cry? okay. You bastards! Not okay. And ordinarily, Helen, that tear would trickle down his cheek and it would nestle lovingly in that beautiful, uh, great big bushy oh beard that he had grown. And here we come to Infinity the second War. incredibly upsetting thing, and let's be honest, the first most <laughs> upsetting thing. Cap is shaved. Cap's Why? beard has gone. Oh, it's the worst. And Sharon Carter's not even in hey. this trailer. That... Do you think that went when Thanos clicked his fingers? Do you know what I think? I genuinely think uh, there is a reason for this. And I genuinely think it's about trying to comfort people and reassure people that there is still somebody around to help. Yep. And I think that's why he's gone back to something more like his original look. I mean, he's not undercover anymore. Also, he might just have hated the beard, which would be wrong because it was obviously the most glorious beard that has ever been or ever shall be. I but, don't know about that. No, it I is. I don't know about that. No, I think, have you have you seen, you know, I don't want to keep this coming back to football but have you seen Liverpool's goalkeeper Alison Becker yes I looked him up after somebody mentioned him on Twitter the other night and said I mean, he had a better be- beard than Cap and mm. it's a lovely I mean he's a very handsome man with a lovely mm. beard but it's not even close so mm. I'm just going to have to say that has Steve plucked the ball out from under the bar to save a certain goal at 2-1 in the dying seconds and then looked around with composure and throwing the ball out to Daniel Sturridge launching a counter-attack that leads to the third goal um no, but I, that is the, the clip that I watched and then I looked at pictures of him. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, oh, yes. But look, I think I think he has a method to his madness in getting rid of the beard. It's a lovely um, theory. I like it. But why you. is he crying? He's oh. crying because half the universe has died, Chris. Oh, get over Jesus. it, man. You lost. Get over it. What if Thanos only, like, what if 52% of the universe is still around and 48% <laughs> disappeared? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you lost, man. Get over it. Can that's too upsetting as well. Please don't... <laughs> Fix conf- it. Please don't conflate these two. All right. So he's crying and here's one of the things I want to know and I want, you, I want mm-hmm. your, your take on this. There have been all sorts of theories and speculation about when this movie takes place post-Infinity War. Does it take place immediately after Infinity mm-hmm. War? Does it take place as per the usual time frame with Marvel movies? They take place almost in real time. So this would be a year after Infinity War. I've even seen some suggestions that it's five years after, which makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I um, Obviously, without a Marvel timeline of any <laughs> even value, with. and even with, it's it's not entirely uh, easy to be sure. I would hope that it would be a, a fairly quick follow-on. 
just emotionally speaking, and again, you know, like yourself, we've talked about this before, we want to see the reunion between Cap and Tony, for example. Mm -hmm. But there is something in this trailer that makes me think it might have been a while. And I'll show you when we get to that. Helen. Ooh, teasing. Always with the teasing. (laughs) Okay, there's Steve. Say goodbye to him. And here's Natasha. Yeah, she's a big part of this trailer, which is nice, given that she doesn't usually get enough to do. Well, Steve and Natasha get more lines in this trailer than they do from Infinity War. <laughs> yes, they do, um, which is uh, about time. We kind of speculated, didn't we, in the in the spoiler, that they were kind of, you know, going to get theirs in part two. I beg your pardon? Well, you know, I'm just saying. My God. Do you think Thanos has bought that farm, by the way? <laughs> yes, I hope he f- bloody has. Perhaps he should make plans to buy the farm. I think he should down the line. Yeah, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be renting for long. But um, it's it's good to see. I think Natasha at this point, yeah, weirdly, is being a bit of. She's being the Rock a little bit right now. Not she the Rock looks, as oh, in Dwayne Johnson. No, the Rock is in like she's being the emotional. She looks nothing like him. She's being the emotionally steady one right now. Yes. Um, it it feels like in a couple of these scenes with Steve because it feels like he is a donkey on the edge. Uh, yeah. So here she's saying she's basically Natasha exposition at this point. Yeah. She's saying that Thanos did what he set out to do. He clicked his fingers and fifty percent of all creatures in the universe mm. disappeared. No. Now, okay. Uh, as as I was just talking to Lamar Assault uh, on Twitter and she was saying at your turn, Heather. Yeah, you're at your turn, Heather. And she was saying, does this mean he killed half the dogs in this in the universe? Yes, it does. Right, well, that's it, isn't it? Anybody okay. who said, anybody who yep. said that Thanos had a point, I put it to you, <laughs> he killed half of the puppies in the universe. I'm not a Thanos defender, but he may not have killed 50% of all dogs. I said 50% of all known creatures, right? So he might have killed, say, 100% of the cats, but left all the dogs. So I well, don't think then, it's that... Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. But then, I mean, Nick Titan, Fury's not going to be happy, is he? Well, he's no. dead too, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, uh, so anyway, who's she saying this to? Because everyone we see in this trailer knows this. Unless she's kind of recapping, recapping, recapping. for cap. Okay, I don't know, everyone but it does look trailer. like the, it does look like an Avengers conference room a little bit, doesn't it? Does it? Mm-hmm. It does. This is all I think all the Avengers facility, as mm. far as I can tell. Anyway, there she is doing a bit of exposition, and this trailer makes it look like she's talking to Bruce Banner. But Bruce Banner already knows. Yeah, that I think this, this is, is a different room. And yeah. look, he looks to be in a different building, I would have thought. Um, but this is interesting because he's looking at the faces of the presumed dead. Um, now, Scott Lang, we know, is not actually dead, but it makes entire entirely makes sense that they would think that he was because he's disappeared. Yes, yes. Um, what's more upsetting is, is somebody we, whose fate we didn't know, um, which is Shuri. This is literally the first time I've seen this. Wow, okay. Because yeah. uh, I had just focused and I'd seen that there was uh, Scott, Scott Lang and Peter Parker. The, the shot switches yeah. to Peter Parker. But Shuri, Shuri went. Shuri we went. didn't see that. No, we didn't. That's interesting. Yeah, because we were kind of hoping she'd save us all. But uh, obviously the greatest mind in the, in the, in the know, universe, universe is, is, basically, is on yeah. the Milano trying to get back to oh. Earth. <laughs> oh. Let's do top trumps. This is interesting, Helen. Oh, God. If anyone's listening to this and you're thinking... How nerdy and granular are you going to get? Well, we're about to get pretty nerdy and granular well, because that seems to be a high-rise building behind him at the window. That's exactly what I was saying. That's why I think he's in a different building entirely. And and also, um, you know, as well as making Steve cry, which as we've discussed is unforgivable, <laughs> look at Bruce's body language. They've also upset Bruce. Look how defensive he is. Look how upset he is. Look at his little face. He's, he's, oh. he's got a haircut. He's tucked his... Well, I know it's the same haircut, but he's tucked his... 
trousers and he's gone full Simon Cowell that a waistband is too high and perhaps um, that is no, you can't call him Simon Cowell come on the man's, <laughs> the man's grieving Chris come on <laughs> you got to draw a line somewhere uh, so we don't see the Hulk in this I suspect we will see the Hulk I, I absolutely expect we will see the Hulk in uh, this film I wonder in which form we will see the Hulk ooh and there it is Peter Parker just moving on a little bit and yeah. and look Bruce is now covering his eyes that's how upset he is or yeah he's just doing a Picard face palm type thing isn't he yeah because he didn't even know Scott Lang right no. So he's not even upset by, oh, my friend has died. He's upset by all of these people have died. Because he's got such a it's big heart. He has a huge heart. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about these two. They, he doesn't know who they are. He wasn't there for the Civil War. Uh, and then there's a shot of the empty kind of lobby hangar type thing at the Avengers facility. Now, if we look carefully at that hangar, does it spell out Endgame? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> I don't know why that shot's there, but it's very upsetting all the same. Okay, now we have our one and only shot in this trailer of Thor, and mm. Thor is wearing a big coat, and he is sitting down, and you think, Helen, that this might be... Doesn't it look prisony to anyone else? It looks a little bit prisony. It looks a little bit all aliens on Earth are now suspect. Um, we're throwing you in prison and he's so depressed he goes along with it or a sort of um, you failed to kill Thanos when you could have My well, God, which, which would seem harsh which would seem harsh I agree but like who knows how rationally the governments of Earth are acting right now or indeed how rationally Thor himself is acting right now because yeah. he may not be entirely you know but why would he submit okay. willingly to that I mean he could you know anyone trying guilt. to take him down on Earth I think they've just... all got survivor's guilt right now yeah, that's what we have to assume going into this film. That's why most of this trailer is the most somber thing <laughs> you will see this year. Yeah, there is no money shot in this movie. <laughs> There's no money shot in this trailer like there was in Infinity War. No. Either trailer, really. You know, this is all. This is this is what's really interesting to me. This is all character stuff, and it's all paying off. And if, the, if this trailer is eliciting this kind of emotional reaction and as Christ Almighty, this movie is going to be an interesting one. Mm. Uh, anyway, we get on to. Uh, there's no axe. There's no storm. Not no, not bringer. visibly. No. Storm Breaker. Breaker. I can never remember what it's called. The big axe. The one that um the one with the handle. <laughs> and I can't see it there, Helen. Where's the axe? And perhaps more importantly, Where's the handle? Where is it? <laughs> Help we, me find it. I thought we were past this. No. Oh God. We'll never be past it. Now we have Nebula and she is definitely one hundred percent on the Milano. Yep. You recognise the ladder in the background. We do indeed. The uh, dialogue that plays over this shot of Nebula touching something and running her hands down it is overlaid with dialogue about losing loved ones. Mm -hmm. Something like that. I haven't written everything down yet, but it's something like that. And my... This is an outlandish theory. Bring it. I wonder if they go to fetch Gamora's body. Oh. From Formir. Because she knows where... Thanos left her sister. Yeah. And she probably knows where to find it on the planet of Formir. And this is just a guess. But I wonder if that if that is uh, a body bag or something like that. The, sh- the shrouded form, basically, of yeah. Gamora. Yeah. Wow. Just a guess. Just a guess. It could probably be completely wrong, but it's I mean, just it could all equally be sort of just Gamora's stuff on board the Milano, I guess, um, yeah. which would have somewhat of the same effect. But yeah, you're right. But mm. then if if food and water an hour is so low, that would seem like a terrible idea <laughs> to have made that. Perhaps there was a massive yeah. food and water and air multi, you know, shop on Formir and then which they get there. Which they were going to stop in at and as it's well. Closed. Oh. Yeah. The worst. I hate that. You should pop into Heston Services for a little bit. All right, and now here we are. Yeah. 
this is a shot. Helen, take us through this one. This is a hooded figure, a leather figure. Uh, wait, what? Natasha's looking at him like, what? <laughs> and uh, she's looking a little concerned as she looks at this hooded figure. He's rubbing his head. He's got greaves. Is it greaves? The, one, the ones you have on your arms. Are they armlets? I don't know. <laughs> the bits of armor you have on your forearms, he's wearing those. For armor. For armor, really? Let's call it that. Okay. And they're like leather looking. And it's an interesting costume. This is not Hawkeye's costume. I'll tell you whose costume this is, Chris. Who, whose is it? This is Ronin's costume, which is obviously one of the other... Oh, the guy from uh, Boyzone. No, not that one. Ronin with an eye. Oh, okay. You're thinking of uh, Robert De Niro, you know, Sean Penn. Oh, yeah. Sean Bean, even. Not Sean, Sean Penn. Bean. What? It's Hawkeye. So this is a Clint Barton uh, alias that he went by for a while, I think during the Dark Reign era, where uh, he basically gave up the mantle of Hawkeye, took up the mantle of Ronin, and, um, and stayed with that for a couple of years, I think. Mm. So it is quite a... Cut a couple of tracks. <laughs> Life is a roller coaster. That was a good one. Isn't it though? Isn't it? When you say nothing at all, that oh, was also a good one. Love that one. But so yeah, this is uh he's he's clearly upset looking. Now this is interesting because if this assuming this is taking place at the same time as all the rest, when everybody is upset, mm-hmm. the fact that he's looking quite as genuinely devastated as he is might suggest that bad things have happened back on the family farm. Yes. Because we know that the snap didn't affect things. It's not just a 50-50 split. It's kind of yep. more random than that. Mm-hmm. So you get all six original Avengers surviving mm-hmm. and you get n- none of the Guardians, basically, apart from Rocket, you know. Mm-hmm. And equally, if on the Barton farm, all three kids mm-hmm. and the missus went mm-hmm. and left him, that would explain that facial expression. It would, wouldn't it? Can I... Drop another theory on you here. Yeah, Let's blow say, okay. my mind. If we go wide, mm-hmm. I might have to go back. I might have to go back here a second. Okay, so there's this. Okay, so mm-hmm. there's a wide shot of the city street, and we yep. can see that he is in. Um, it's raining. There's neon. It's very a, Blade Runner. It's an Asian city somewhere, um, or an Asian town in a, another city. Yeah, quite possibly as well. But he's been kicking. He's been kicking some ass anyway. Mm-hmm. This street looks to me. Not exactly like, but it looks like it could be the same street from the end of Doctor Strange. So you're saying this is Hong Kong, end of Doctor Strange kind of territory. You're saying time travel. Is that what you're saying? I've thought for a while that this movie would involve time travel in some way. Yeah. And I don't know why. I think maybe it was because there were pap shots a few about a year ago of Chris Evans and yeah. Paul Rudd on set in what looked like a recreation of the New York City Street from the end of the first Avengers movie, and Chris Evans was in his cap costume from that film. Mm-hmm. And there's just something that's making me wonder if part of this movie involves them going back through some of the other films. Whoa. What? Probably completely wrong. Sure. I should be. say, I should point out by this point, because the last time we did a, a spoiler specials for these trailers, this insane concept, uh, I did have, I was forearmed with certain knowledge, bits of knowledge that I was kind of tiptoeing around. Like I knew quite a bit of what was happening. Uh, this time around, I know <laughs> fuck all about this film. Genuinely fuck all. Uh, so this is all a complete guess, a little theory I've been building for a while that's probably completely wrong. But that is... 
a potential theory. I don't know how it would work. I don't know what, to what end that would that would serve. But uh, keep it in mind. All right. Keep it in mind. Anyway, he's pissed off. Yeah, and he's had a bad haircut. <laughs> he's had a really bad haircut. Uh, speaking of that theory, <laughs> this is an interesting shot next because if you look at Cap's outfit. Holy shit, that's his uh, Winter Soldier outfit. That's his Winter Soldier outfit, which is a you know personal highlight. But as his highlights, <laughs> as his costumes go, it's a pretty good one. But yeah, that would that would seem to maybe possibly help back you up because that's not what we saw in the set photos either that it wasn't the winter soldier outfit no it wasn't it it was the uh the avengers i'm not even gonna say avengers assemble it was the first avengers outfit uh that's interesting he is nomad no more nomad no more which is a shame because i quite like that outfit and there he is uh this is steve's 1940s equivalent of Pornhub. this is (laughs) is locket you're a monster <laughs> his love, like his my locket, love, is pure. His locket with a picture of Peggy Carter in there, and um, yeah, let's move on. Do you know what that gives me a little bit of hope as well? Because like maybe they are planning a happy ending where he rents a farm with Peggy and doesn't buy one in the present day. I'm just saying it could happen. Well, listen, <laughs> this trailer starts off with a picture of uh, Tony Stark's helmet. Then it could certainly finish with a happy ending for Steve Rogers. So. <laughs> I'm just classing the joint up, Helen. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> really? You'll let me know when you start there, right? <laughs> so they say, they, they basically have a plan at some point. The, you know, the heroes, yeah. the Avengers have a plan. Natasha says to Steve at this point, uh, this is going to work, this Steve. This is going to work, yeah. And he then says something I know, like... Something, I know it's going to work because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Yes. Because he's a man on the edge. They have put Steve Rogers on the <laughs> edge, Chris. This is not okay. This is not acceptable. <laughs> All you Thanos defenders, this is just not not on. What do you think of uh, his hair? His hair is, I mean, in that particular still that you've chosen right now, he looks like a Ken doll, so that's not <laughs> ideal. But at the same time, uh, you know, I'm 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 here for it. Here for the hair. All right, good. Also here for the beard, just FYI. Beard's gone, Helen. The beard turned to dust. Then okay, we, okay. No, here we get to the the final shot of the trailer, which is the logo, mm-hmm. right? And I think this is a huge spoiler. Okay, explain yourself. Okay, because the logo sees lots of tiny bits of dust reassembling into an A. It's clearly a sign, a literal sign, that at the end of this film, everything will be fine. Thank you very much. Apart from Tony being dead, Apart and Steve from- being dead, and <laughs> Thor being dead, and... Okay, yes, Bruce admittedly, there may be a body crime <laughs> along the way, but basically, look, everything is going to be totally fine. Totally fine, totally fine. And this... Is this circular thing around it? Is that a is that a spoiler? Is this a Stargate crossover? What's what's happening here? Is that a is that a oh, hint? Yeah, it looks that like is a thing, isn't it? It looks like the thing on um oh Nidvalir Nidvalir. So maybe maybe they're building a weapon again. Well, Nidvalir itself was a sort of orbital, right? So um so maybe this is like an orbital. Yeah. Anyway, there it is. Avengers Endgame. They toyed with Avengers New Orleans Instrumental Number 1. They toyed with Avengers World Leader Pretend. Uh, someone pointed out on Twitter, these are all fifth tracks on the R.E.M. albums, by the way. Oh my God, uh, someone nerdy. pointed out on Twitter, Avengers Disappear would have been a great title for the last movie. <laughs> uh, that's from Reveal. Anyway, let's move on because you said this is the last shot of the trailer. It is not Oh, it's Helen not. O'Hara. You're right. Sorry, sorry. You lie and you sign yourself to lies. I said on a throne of lies. You certainly do. Because here we have Paul Rudd as Scott Lang. Yeah. 
he is outside the Avengers compound. He has his adorable van with him as mm-hmm. well. Now, we know from the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp that everyone he knows and loves, but we don't know about Michael we Pena. Don't about we Luz, don't know about Luis. Luis. Yeah. No, we don't know. It has disappeared. So Hank Pym has disappeared. Hope Van Dyne has disappeared. And Janet Van Dyne has also disappeared. Now, the interesting thing, of course, at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, in that post credit sting, Scott was stranded in the quantum realm. Yes. So, at some point, he seems to get out. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that I, I think we can conclude from this <laughs> that he gets out. Yes. Right. Now, here is the thing that makes me think it maybe has been a while. And it's Steve's reaction. And it's him asking, basically, is this a video? When is this from? Like, so he, it's, it feels like maybe this is because this has been, it's been a minute, to quote an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why he's quite as shocked as he is. Mm-hmm. Because, it, you know, at the moment of the snap, obviously there's no physical evidence of who's gone. So they basically have to wait for people to essentially call in, let them know they're okay, presumably, mm-hmm. before they know who's gone. So it must take a little while to sort of establish a rough casualty list. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you would think in the, those early days, those early weeks, there's going to be a certain amount of people turning up actually after all and going, oh, no, sorry, I just my phone didn't work because mm-hmm. half the people in the phone company have died and O2's gone down. That was a very timely reference for yesterday, <laughs> by the way. Anyway, and uh, maybe... Um, maybe it's been a little bit longer than that and maybe that's why he's quite as shocked as he is and why his mm-hmm. first reaction is how old is this tape or whatever the words are that he says. Isn't it adorable though he doesn't understand technology and he thinks it's a tape? I mean, in he's, fairness... He's so old-timey. He's very old-timey. Bless him. Horlick's just out of shot. <laughs> uh, I think it's a year. I'm going to go with the traditional Marvel model that they've established and this is a year. Okay. And that would make sense as well because even then they would think that Scott's been missing for a year. Okay. So if, okay, he, yeah. if he just suddenly shows up, that would, that would be a bit of a shock. Also, Scott does say, remember me from the airport? He says a few, few years, years ago. ago. Now, So it was two years, few, right? Yeah, British, so we 2016 to 2019, yeah. there thereabouts. Yeah, that'd that be a few. Cause, could fit in. Because to 2018, it'd only be a couple. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Assuming it was 2016, which, you know, the timeline. Well, yeah. Please refer back to our earlier spoiler podcasts. You listen to them all, by the way. They're all as scintillating as this one. Um, I think I think it's I think it's a year. I think it's a year. I'm going to go with a year. That's what I'm saying. That's my bet. Do you want to put a bet on it? Fifty p. No, I don't. Okay, fifty p. It is, uh, and let's see if I win. So there it is. So Scott Lang. So how did he get out? And here's my other theory: Ant Man is going to be hugely integral to this film. Hundred percent agree on the second part. Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, ninety five. Well, 90%. <laughs> I think he's going to be important. I think the quantum realm is going to be important. I think time vortexes are going to be important. Uh-huh. Which, of course, was the thing mentioned in passing in the yes. Ant-Man look, and the Wasp. Look out for a time vortex, Scott. You, I'm sure that won't come in handy. You don't want to get ter- pulled into a time vortex that could throw you out at a random useful point in time. <laughs> time could be important. Anyway, um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I do think he will be important. Um, I think he could get himself out by probably doing something clever with his regulator. I don't know. <laughs> that's not the first time that's regulator. ever been said. Regulator. <laughs> uh, I think he just gets out because Scott Lang's a smart guy and Super. not adult. That's Well, it's half true. Yeah, he is a smart guy. And also he has every is reason... He He's every reason to get back. You know, he wants to make sure his family's okay, that kind of thing. Absolutely. I hope his daughter's survived, otherwise heads will roll. Yes. 
And we know that the giant ant playing drums is still around, so they should recruit that. Do we know that? It's playing drums at the end of... Oh, well, assuming that that takes place after the snap. Okay, it does, because okay. the, the TVs are showing the oh, signal. Oh, look at this. The disaster signal. Fantastic. So he's playing the old drums, so they should recruit him as well. Uh, so we know that Ant-Man's around. My theory, let's go into more theories, let's go into more Chris's half-cocked theories. <laughs> uh, I think you're right, the quantum realm is going to be hugely important. I think the fact that they have someone who can go into the quantum realm mm. is also hugely important, mm-hmm. because I think, yeah, I think you think this as well. Sure. That all the people who were dusted aren't dead, they're inside the soul stone. I think that's possible, yes. And they need Scott Lang to maybe lead a team inside the soul stone. Possibly. Maybe. (laughs) We'll see. Who knows? Anyway, that is that for the trailer. So it's really interesting. When I said that, I think this is a pretty much a perfect teaser, and I mean it, because this gives you just enough, just enough to ask questions. It gives you just enough, like, oh, Scott Lang's out. How did he get out? Why is, what's he doing there? When mm. does it take place? What's happening? It doesn't show you, and this is, it seems obvious, but I, I think a less confident studio would have just absolutely gone, here's Spider-Man, here's Black Panther, here's <laughs> no. Doctor Strange, here's Captain Marvel, here's all the people you thought you know were dead. But this is very much going, no, they're, they're dead, and they ain't coming back yet. They totally are. But they totally are. And I just think it's, it's really, really cool, and it has this lovely somber note going all the way through it, but the appearance of Scott at the end also shows that this is not a film without humour. Yeah, I think that's really important, actually, given how heavy the rest of the trailer is. I mean, I think, you know, Hawkeye turning up is a little bit of a cheering moment as well. Until you see his face, you're like, oh, shit. But at least he's still there, that's something. And then, yes, absolutely, I'm at the end injecting some desperately needed hope and humour into his proceedings. Not Hope Van Dyne, just general hope with a small (laughs) H. Um, And so so that's, that's a good thing. All right. Oh, look at Steve's little face. Oh. And look, Natasha's like, what's happening? What's happening? See, he's smiling. He's smiling. He's st- he, even though everything has turned to shit, yeah. Scott Lang is still, he's a smiler. He well, gets through it, doesn't he? Knows he knows he's aging backwards and the rest <laughs> of us aren't. So he has so much to smile about. Yeah, it's just like, don't you have, you must have a superpower, right? <laughs> no, no superpower. Really? Because you look younger than you did when I met you. No, totally fine. You're so younger than you look younger than you did in Clueless, for God's sake. Yeah, it's just damn time for Texas. Damn him. Anyway, that's it. Hey. Anything else you want to say? As we I, enter I, our fourth I, hour? I, I need it. <laughs> I need it now. <laughs> can I have it now? I don't know if I can say this. I oh fuck it. I'm gonna say it. James Dyer. Okay. James Dyer of this parish. Yeah. Uh, we had lunch today and as, because literally what happened today if anyone listens to the regular podcast and they you know they, they check out the regular podcast they will have seen that the regular podcast is out and we finished recording that I think I'm not kidding five minutes before this trailer dropped yeah literally and we knew it was coming but we couldn't do anything about it that was the time we had to record and there you go and, but James and I went to lunch you went off to uh, do lunch as well. something yeah. as well I don't want to say, I don't want to, yeah. anyway. But uh, you went off to do something cool and James and I went to have lunch and then the trailer broke and we were literally sitting in Bodines watching the trailer around our phones. And James, who is a Star Wars guy, born and bred, who was on set of the Empire Strikes Back as a kid, knows more about Star Wars than I will ever know, said to me, I never thought I'd say this, but if you offer me a choice right now, Endgame or Episode Nine. I think I'd go Endgame. 
And that's really interesting. Me too. Um, but Hashtag I am excited about uh, episode nine. I am. Oh, I'm mega excited yeah. about episode nine. But um, but I, and I know I don't have to choose, which makes it easier to say this, but I am definitely more excited about this. All right. Okay. Endgame. Yeah. Or Lin-Manuel Miranda doing Hamilton for one night only. I mean, I've seen him already, so. In London. Mm-hmm. Best seats in the house. I mean, I had fairly good seats last time. <laughs> All right, Endgame wins. <laughs> Endgame. Right. Or a very super, mm-hmm. all shirtless episode of Supernatural. <laughs> I mean, all shirtless. All, all of them are shirtless. Even the unattractive podgy ones. Uh, there aren't any. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. The entire cast is gorgeous. It's all ridiculous. Right. Okay. Endgame. Mm-hmm. Or Justice League 2. <laughs> oh, you've discovered my weakness. <laughs> Finally. All right. Okay. As we tick into our fourth day of this, we should bring this to an end. Uh, Helen, it's been a pleasure. As always, Chris. See you again in about, well, I'll see you again in a couple of days, but yeah, uh, in four months' time. Uh, the next one. Can't wait that long. It'll be fun. Uh, we are definitely in the end game now of the 14,605,000 possible universes. I think we might be in the right one. Thank God for that. Although... If there isn't a beard, can we be sure? <laughs> That's the way to tell. Until we meet again, it's goodbye from Helen O'Hara. Goodbye. It's goodbye from me. Uh, see you next time. Thanks. Bye.